Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, good afternoon. I'm glad you're with us today here on KNSS. It's always about food, wine, and fun. Today it's more food than anything else, but I do have some great wine things to tell you a little bit later in the program. My guest coming to us from Coconut Grove is Steve Raikland. Steve has been one of the most prolific cookbook authors, TV personalities, cooking instructors. The list goes on and on. Uh, and I think when we talk about 25 years since the first barbecue Bible, you've you, the 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 scope of what you had to do to get put pen to paper for that, and then all of the updates and new additions after. Talk about the uh, that global influence and. Uh, share some stories, Stephen, about uh, some. Uh, I think, if I remember right, there was something about hygienic cooking and eating things uh, that maybe are not as uh, clean as others. And I think, didn't you say something about if you had written a global salad book, you may not be available? Uh oh, Steve, are you there? Uh, well, let's get him back. While you get him back, I'll do one of the things I had lined up to do a little bit later. Um, while Max gets Stephen on the phone again, I want to tell you about an event coming up next week, April, uh, a little bit longer than next week, April 18th uh, at 6.30 p.m. It's at Fiorito, uh, that new, relatively new Italian-style restaurant, but it's just such a different conglomeration of fun things. Featuring bourbon from Boot Hill Distillery, uh, barbecue from Station 8, which you've heard me talk about, a magnificent facility downtown here, and pasta from Fiorito. Uh, I, I think uh, if you just do a Google search for bourbon plus barbecue plus pasta, you'll find the information. For information, though, and to make reservations, you can call 316 it's again April eighteenth, six thirty p.m. at Fiorito. Uh, what a good deal! Boot Hill Distillery with their bourbon, Fiorito, Fiorito pasta, and barbecue from Station Eight. Uh, the menu looks killer. Okay, did we get him back on, Stephen? Sorry, I don't I'm know. What, I don't know what happened. Um, uh, I want to set you off your your world travels that led to the Barbecue Bible and several of your other works of art. Uh, one of the things I remember long ago reading about you was that you've eaten in a lot of unhygienic uh, places and 
and weird food. <laughs> and the best one was if you were writing a book about global salads, you probably wouldn't be here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Interesting stories. Anything's uh, weird food that you watched or learned or grilled while you were traveling the world? Weirdest thing uh, in Greece, there is a dish called kokoretsi. It starts with the brains, lung, liver, spleen, testicles, uh, kidneys of a lamb, which are uh, impaled on a skewer, wrapped in small intestines, and spit roasted. I like to think of it as haggis on a spit, uh, but it's actually pretty tasty. However, having eaten it once, I'm not positive that I would eat it second time. But it was pretty good the first time. Better, better than I thought it would be. Uh, you know, and it begs the question, and I, I've seen different examples of this. I, I, I went to a home in, out in the middle of nowhere in Turkey, and they cooked mm-hmm. on a fire fed by uh, dried dung from the, mm. from the sheep. And didn't add any flavor that I could tell. The food was good, but... What are some of the weirdest things you've seen people cook on? Well, uh, I, I've experienced the uh, dung fire as well. Uh, in terms of grills, maybe the most ingenious grill was an automobile wheel rim that uh, was filled with charcoal, and that was the barbecue pit of a, uh, a woman in Hanoi in Vietnam wow. who grilled bread. And uh, it was grilled bread, slathered with margarine, sprinkled with spiced sugar, and it was absolutely fantastic. Wow. Uh, just uh, It's so interesting. And look at what has happened in, in just the cooking appliance realm of our barbecue outdoor cooking adventure. You know, here in, in, in Wichita, Don Carey is the guy who is behind Yoder smokers and pellet grills. Sure. You know, and... What an amazing piece of equipment, and to know that it is from Kansas and that my good friend Don Carey, and one of my sponsors, by the way, from All Things Barbecue, uh, what are some of the most uh, new-age cooking appliances that you like to cook on? Well, I guess the new family of of grills would be the pellet grills and all these sophisticated grills that speak with your uh, smartphone. I'm not sure I really like that idea. Uh, I'm sort of a more look at it, poke it, smell it, touch it, taste it kind of guy rather than re- relying on digital cues. But that's ingenious. Um, some other new grills, like there's a, there's a grill called the Hancock, that's similar to the uh, Art Flame. And these, I call these pedestal grills or plancha grills. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, imagine a big flat top, like a big griddle, but with a hole in the center, and you build a wood fire in the hole in the center, and there's a grate over the hole. So you can do direct grilling, and then you can also cook on the plancha. So it's really nice if you're making tacos, for example, you grill the meat uh, directly over the fire, and then you warm the tortillas on the uh, plancha. Wow. I haven't seen that one. I know I just saw an ad from All Things Barbecue about a, a new line of flat tops that are not Blackstone. These are really high-end cooktops, and, and they have a pizza oven and all kinds of neat stuff under that same name, and the name escapes me now. But um, oh, Well, you know, Reb, both Weber and uh, Traeger have jumped into the flat top category. Yeah. And flat tops are pretty neat. I mean, I know it's not live fire, but there's a, 
something, some kind of magic that happens when you sear a food on hot metal. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the, Spain, the Spanish have built a whole cuisine based on the plancha. Amen. Um, I think, well, no, I'm not going to answer the question. You answer it first. You can only cook on one thing for the rest of your days. What would you choose to cook on? What, what, what grill would you want to use? Uh, well, I'd probably name a campfire because there's something about cooking over wood that is so satisfying. You know, a wood fire gives you the heat, it gives you the smoke, uh, keeps you outdoors. So that's really great. If I had to pick a grill, I'd probably pick a simple kettle grill because you can smoke on a kettle grill, you can grill, indirect grill, cook on the embers, spit roast. So, uh, you know, I think that's extremely yeah. uh Extremely versatile. Yeah, and I would, uh, as much as I'm disappointed with some of the decrease in sturdiness of Weber products, I still use my Weber Performer more than anything. But then mm-hmm. I, if I had to just pick one, I may pick my, my I have a big Joe, a Kamado mm-hmm. Joe. And, uh, you know, it's a, it, because it's so big, it takes a lot of coal to do things right. And it's a different style of cooking. You really have to get the fire nice and hot with the lid closed to make the grill nice. And, but boy, you can do a, when you got to cook four, seven pound pork butts, the big Joe is the answer. Well, you know, the big green egg too is another grill that's incredibly versatile. Um, uh, you can use it for high heat cooking, low heat smoking. Uh, they actually just came out with a rotisserie uh, uh, attachment. So, uh, you know, so that's, that's another good one. Yeah. I like it. Um, when you do your shows and you're cooking over charcoal, I know that if you ask most guys who compete in charcoal or grilling competitions, they're big Kingsford supporters. I have, I long ago transitioned to lump coal, and there's so many different varieties. What are your thoughts on lump coal versus briquette? I'm a lump charcoal guy. I like just pure wood. Uh, I, I, you know, I know all the big barbecue festivals uh, use Kingsford briquettes, uh, and they do give you a more consistent cook. But I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a purist, Mr. Natural kind of guy when it comes to charcoal. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, before we talk about the TV shows, one more quick question, and I think we, I think we've done this before, where I ask you kind of rapid fire questions. Uh, your sauces and marinades book uh, is a stalwart, and it's uh, it, I, I use it regularly. What do you think in your global travels? Is there an ethnic cuisine that lends itself better to sauces and marinades and rubs that you uh, that you that you gravitate towards? Well, I think from a personal standpoint, I love the grilling of Southeast Asia, uh, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, because in those cultures, you meet, you know, the meat is relatively small portion and it's accompanied with a lot of salads, condiments, uh, sauces. So, you know, there a steak might serve four people, you know, one steak that would serve one person in the United States. I think it's a very healthy way to grill. Yeah. And the other thing is I love the flavors of that part of the world. I love lemongrass and, and, uh, and lime leaf and chilies and fish sauce, you know, uh, lime juice. Those are all flavors that I really uh, re- resonate to. I think that's so unusual because 
I feel the same way, and I know a couple of my other good friends that are outdoor cooking fanatics. Uh, when I think uh, marinades, uh, soy sauce, uh, you know, chili paste, sriracha, you know, sesame oil, all those things come into mind. And for the most varied amount of protein, uh, you know, you can marinate anything and, and some combination there, rice vinegar, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. That, and I think my second choice would, and it's, there's less commonality, I think, but the Latin American, Latin American influences on things that you cook outside has always been one of my favorites, as I touched on earlier. Well, you know, it's interesting. The new TV show is called Planet Barbecue, and its focus obviously is on global barbecuing and grilling. And uh, the first season, which we just completed taping and which will launch on Memorial Day, really focuses on the uh, grilling of uh, Latin America and the Caribbean. A couple forays into Europe and Asia. But there's a big divide between the grilling of northern Latin America and southern Latin America. Hmm. Uruguay, Chile, and uh, Argentina – these are places where it's a study in simplicity. I mean, in Argentina, it's just meat and salt. The idea of a marinade, forget it, sauce, you know, that's pretty much limited to chimichurri or salsa criolla. But when you get to Mexico, you find complex layers of flavors. There are ricados, uh, which are marinades. Uh, salsas go on top, uh, tortillas, uh, and corditos, you know, pickled vegetables. So, Two, uh, two countries that share the same language, uh, share the same, at least the same Spanish origins, but have taken a very, very different approach to barbecue. Yep. I, and one of my fondest memories is a graphic depiction of what you just said. We were in Chile for a, a week and a half of wine touring, and the guys that drove us around invited us over for an asado at their house in Santiago. And it was a half of a 50-gallon drum with grill work on the top and a table, same height, to one side. And we walk in the kitchen, and here's all these different types and cuts of meat with salt and pepper and nothing else. Nothing was marinated. And throw it on the grill, get it, uh, just get a good sear on both sides, bring it up to temp, slice it up, stand outside, and, uh, and eat pieces right off the grill. It was... It was one of my best outdoor cooking memories. Wow. It is, cool. an, it, it is an amazing experience. You know, I guess for me, probably I'm, and I think for many Americans, we are flavor junkies, you know, and to eat that once or twice would be great to do that every Sunday. I think I would want a little more variety. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I, 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 I marinate, me and Ziploc bags and marinade are, are a weekly thing, and I strive for new and different as often as I can. But one of the things that uh, I remember reading about you this week when I was looking at different articles and things that you've done was, it, it, you know, we touched on it, why you grill, and and, and, and there's nothing better than the the whole process of igniting the coals, getting the food ready, prep pre-prep where you've done, done some marinade or not, and, and then standing outside. And and I have grilled in blizzards and thunderstorms 
and beautiful sunny weather on a beach. It just doesn't matter. Anytime you can be outside and cooking. And I think our world here in the USA owes a great debt of gratitude to you and all of the team members that have been a part of uh, Barbecue U, Barbecue University, uh, all of your TV programming that you've done. We, we owe you all a, a huge debt of gratitude. Because Well, and then everybody who makes anything to do with outdoor cooking because you've probably used it on some of your shows or featured it in some of your books. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, I, I, I could ask more questions, but I think I've taken up too much of your time already. I do appreciate it. I really uh, understand how busy you are, and I can't wait to see some of the books you got coming. Can you share titles yet, or is it still a work in, work in progress? Still a little premature, but I'll tell you, Guy, I'm actually thinking of writing a memoir. So uh, that could be kind of fun. Oh, my God, you've got to. I mean, I haven't read. I think I still I got a copy of your novel, but a memoir is you've got to. I mean, look at you. And I think, were you born in 53? I was. See, me too. So, yeah, uh, there's got to be some time here where you and the missus need to sit back, relax, and uh, a memoir may be a great way to kind of finish up and not stop cooking, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Anyway, Guy, it's always a pleasure. Please say hi to all my friends out in Wichita, and uh, I hope we'll talk soon. Hey, take care. Enjoy the weather down there in Florida. God, it looks like it's been pretty warm, and I look forward to seeing the new books when they come out. Thanks, Guy. Take care. Bye-bye. Stephen Raikland, what a great guy. And I, I, I meant that. When you think of what has happened in our country from the first Weber I bought, I bought when I was in pilot training in 1977. I've had a Weber on my back porch ever since. Uh, yes, I diss them now and again because when they became a corporate entity instead of a family entity, uh, things got a little cheaply made and they made some missteps with putting profit ahead of uh, customer satisfaction. But it's still the Weber kettle is the classic way to cook outside. And uh, the ability to cover, control temperature with vents, uh, it, it set the standard for outdoor cooking. And then I have visions of my dad with a double hibachi on the tailgate of his pickup truck, whether it's in his driveway or at the beach, cooking everything on a little teeny hibachi. And I'm talking from, you know, two-inch thick sirloin steaks to hot dogs, burgers, chicken, you know, and cooking chicken on a hibachi, uh, you spend most of the time turning the chicken. My dad would take breaks for a puff on a cigar or a sip of a cold beer, but uh, a lot of work. I hope that you take advantage of the beautiful weather we have today. I know I'm going to do that tonight uh, and get outside and uh, do some live fire cooking. If you haven't acquired one of Stephen's books, Amazon's a great place to start. They've got the current uh, new edition, newest edition of Barbecue Bible you can be part of the 25th anniversary this weekend. You could probably go to one of the local bookstores and get a copy right now. I'm Guy Barrett. It's a good life. We'll take a quick break. I got some other short topics to talk about. I've got the wine of the week is from Zach Brown. Yeah, that Zach Brown, the country music phenomenon. It's called Z Alexander Brown Uncaged. I did it uh, several months ago with their Cabernet, but this is the proprietary red. The 2020 edition. Haven't tasted it. 
We'll taste it together after this quick break. Don't go away. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.